0: Welcome to the Lawyer Life Podcast where we seek to navigate our days with a little less stress and ideally a lot more fulfillment. Today is a special episode where we take a stroll down memory lane, watch the snow fall, and discuss our favorite moments of 2019. I'm Mike Anderson.
1: And I'm Darlene Tanelli.
0: Ho, 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 Darlene. It's Santa Mike.
1: It's Santa Mike again.
0: I think, yeah, I've made an appearance before.
1: I think you did. It's that time. It's that yes. Santa Mike time of year. hmm I like your image of the uh, stroll down memory lane.
0: Yeah, you and I bundled up, <laughs> walking down a year, taking a look at all the fence posts of our podcast season. Oh There's been God. many, like, significant ones, too we've we've gone back through the list of the past 12 months of what we've done on this the lawyer life podcast and let's just say it is vast varied <laughs> deep at moments sometimes very fun uh and so I'm excited to talk to you about what your favorite moments are and what my favorite moments have been from uh from the last 12 months Sounds good. I
1: like that we did this last year as well. And in hindsight, yeah. when I look back on it, I think there wasn't a ton to look back on last year.
0: It was like <laughs> so I admired
1: months. our thoughts on it. I mean, we have a sort of a healthy balance of looking back and, and thinking, you know, we this, this being so far out of our comfort zone, every small achievement feels very big, right? I think that's the correct um, framing to put on this. And I think after this year, when I look back, it's just like, okay, this is something we did consistently, you know, and we committed to do and to get better and to improve and to um, learn. Like we've learned, I've learned a ton about how to record, how to do things, how to speak with guests.
0: and See, the things I've learned are more like things that I use in my everyday life. Like, don't you feel right. like you've learned from the actual like subject matter? I hope so.
1: Absolutely. I was just okay. telling you how my two-year-old was throwing herself on the floor and I was using the box breathing.
0: <sighs> I was box breathing this morning too. Cause I've had a full morning and then I was uh just getting ready to to start this whole thing. I was like, I gotta calm down. Yeah. Let's do some box breathing, Santa Mike. And- <laughs>
1: That's a very funny image.
0: Breathe (laughs) in, ho 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 (laughs) ho. Four ho ho (laughs) ho. Hold ho 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 ho. No, legitimately, I use that, still use that all the time. Thanks to Sarah. Um, I think we'll talk about her throughout the episode because she has uh, one of one or two of my favorite moments. But yeah, so a big year. We started with goal setting, we had a great conversation with Mark Sakamoto that I think, you know, looking back really fits into our whole, you know, now focus of high performance. And I'll, I'll always use his phrase, you know, you're either spiraling up, spiraling up or you're spiraling down. <laughs> it's difficult if you're, you know, if you're spiraling down, it's actually really difficult to stop spiraling down. And if you're spiraling up, it's really difficult sort of not like Mm -hmm. there's just a momentum there and i I, like that's something i I use all the time we talked millennial burnout we talked right brainers taking over the legal profession we talked the health of our democracy which increasingly is an important episode (laughs) thing to think about Mm -hmm. um belonging in law firms uh we did our law school season we had our first law school dean on the podcast and then we got into high performance so so much to go through but that's just a little view of of what we've gotten up to. Do you do you have favorite a favorite moment, a favorite time, a favorite topic?
1: It's funny. I think some of the funnier things. When I think back, I've had a few like really good laughs that I think. I mean, you and I work together, but I don't think it would come up. I mean, we have a lot of laughs with our like the group of us um, when we get together. But um, I think one of my favorite episodes was the Sheriff Complex episode. <laughs> Where you were talking about using our <laughs> Zen tactics to uh, improve your your performance on the on the ice, because um, you introduced this concept of Sheriff Mike, which is a very funny concept.
0: I learned a new phrase for basically people who play a game or whatever uh, and are get distracted from the enjoyment of the thing. And start to feel like they need to police it.
1: Are you the ICE sheriff then? Is that where this is going?
0: I think that I become an ICE sheriff. Actually, I know I do.
1: Okay, so someone is choosing to not follow the rules. What is troubling about that? I don't know. And in that episode, you shared some stories about how, as a high schooler, you had invited all your friends up to your cottage and sat them down for a big discussion on
0: rules. That at the was, that's the alleged, alleged <laughs> truth. <laughs> I still, okay. my memory <laughs> is slightly different. Okay. But well, in
1: any event, my... I find it very funny that okay. that would happen. I mean, your friends yes. recall it, whether or not it's true. It's uh, yeah. It goes with Sheriff Mike. And then throughout the year, I think the most interesting thing is that episode came up again and again. And through the techniques discussed on this podcast, through the learning journey that we're on, you were reporting back and saying, you know, I talked about something that was bad and now it's better you know,
0: great. Love. Yeah. that. It remains, I mean, if there was uh, a place that I really wanted to dive in to understand myself more, right. <laughs> that is still it. And it's specific to hockey. So Canadian. It's so weird. It's the weirdest part of me. I am, it's like, I don't, I still don't understand it, but I've gotten better. Uh, and that's, I guess, part of the thing, what we're trying to do here is to acknowledge the things that we're, you know, processing in our own head, draw from experts, texts, and so on to try to improve. Um, I noticed with you, I think, and this is fairly recent, but I feel like this year, um, ego is the enemy and the the topic of ego is a big focus of yours. And yes. I, could, I, I felt like you were really using that book and, you know, um, other points of inspiration on the topic of ego to kind of, you know, guide yourself a little bit, it felt.
1: Totally, yes. And there's a really great quote in here that I think is worth reading. Um, Page 14. He says, with success comes the temptation to tell oneself a story, to round off the edges, to cut out your lucky breaks and add a certain mythology to it all. It's a type of storytelling in which eventually your talent becomes your identity and your accomplishments become your worth. I loved that because I think that's in part what kind of locks lawyers in to this idea that, oh, well, because I've been successful, I have to do all these things. I have to stay on this, this path that I'm on, or it would be a waste or whatever the, the personal narrative is. Like, for example, don't get too excited about how great your uh, achievements in the Lawyer Life podcast are <laughs> in, your, in your year-end <laughs> recap. Um, uh-huh. No, you're right. I mean, I think ego has become sort of just an aligning Thing for me, there's just so many things tie back to it, and when you're experiencing a problem, I'm just finding that the deeper I go on learning about that, the more I'm just like, oh, there it is again. Oh, there it is again. Another invitation to deal better with uh, with this particular issue, and I think there's always a danger when you get really interested in a topic of like seeing it everywhere. For me, that's definitely an issue, Um, but I think in this case, it's given me a lot of uh, self. Um, what's the word I'm looking for growth, I guess, grown a lot in that area this year and helping, I think I can be more helpful to other people now that I see this, this thing.
0: I must ask you, um, Oh my God,
1: that was like a pregnant pause. Like what is going to happen here?
0: I'm like, I know you're in trouble. I'm nervous. <laughs> uh, I have to ask you, we set goals at the start of the year or with, at least talked uh, about the process yeah. of setting goals mm-hmm. and then we set goals for ourselves. Um, I think that uh, as well, like we set pretty modest or like specific, at least goals relative to the podcast. Um, In that episode, my goal was to have a live podcast recording, um, which we've done. And we will announce at the end of this episode, we have a little holiday gift for you, the listener uh, related to that. So Darlene made some sort of goal yes, about
1: social X media. amount of
0: social media posts.
1: My goal is to have uh, more uh, and not just more, but like, you know, three to five communications a week about the existence of the latest episode and find a way to make that a, an interesting and authentic conversation as opposed to just a kind of a pop-up. That's my goal. We'll see if we make it next year at this time with these goals.
0: Mm-hmm. Which, um, if I were to be totally candid, super lame goal. Uh <laughs>
1: You're so right. It is a super lame. Yeah. Oh wow. And I have such. I feel like as well.
0: Yeah. This is me. Maybe you know. Maybe I should just ask you your opinion again. But it feels like it was a goal that wasn't really it that you forced and yes. wasn't really aligned with stuff you care about or like doing, um, or you know get gratification from. And perhaps that's why you feel like you didn't meet it. Is that something to talk about? I think
1: shows two things. One, don't set goals optimistically from a place of, man, I wish I could get better at that when you don't deeply connect with it because you you will fail. And I, I do I have a history of doing that, I would say. And those are not the goals that I knock it out of the park on. Then I would say the second thing is you can still learn from it. I'm learning from this, and I'm considering, you know, maybe we get some help on the social media front. Maybe. One of the things that is always a challenge for entrepreneurs is to figure out when and where to add support and help. And I think that's, uh, I wouldn't have thought it would be on the podcast, but it might be. So that, that's my answer. Does that align with what you thought it would be? Yeah,
0: I think so. <laughs> I think it, like it so much of what we've talked about, especially recently in the high performance uh, part of this podcast, that season three, um, is understanding like foundationally what you want and then building out from there. And I would hazard to guess that at your very core, you don't want to be spending um, time posting on social media uh, about podcast highlights. But But I
1: like thinking of the ideas for the social media. But yeah, thanks for that downer. This is supposed to be (laughs) one of the great things. So this year, Darlene failed at her (laughs) only goal. (laughs)
0: <laughs> which was which was which, Actually, is lame, which lame.
1: was lame in the first place, yeah. and then we're um, you know we're going to highlight it because when we started this podcast we said authenticity you know we're not as we say we're not on the mountaintop here saying everything gets done properly so I'm glad to share a goal glad to share a failure and do
0: better next year. And speaking of things not getting done properly, I, I'm kind of excited about talking about where we took big swings this year, like kind of stepped out of the norm of our normal topics and rhythm. Uh, and I think in in certain instances it worked, and in other instances it kind of didn't. And so I will start with the with the time we took a weird swing, and I just think it didn't work all that well. Do you have any idea what I'm about to say, which episode I think is kind of weird? No. But yes,
1: probably. But go ahead. I'm not going to guess.
0: I think that our episode where we <laughs> talked about the Mr. Rogers documentary. <laughs>
1: I knew it. I knew you were going to say that.
0: On today's episode, it's the inaugural LLP at the movies. We've watched Won't You Be Our Neighbor, the Mr. Rogers documentary. And we have a lot to say. I'm Mike Anderson.
1: And I'm Darlene Tonelli.
0: Hello, won't you be my neighbor, Darlene?
1: (laughs) Good morning. Yes, won't you be my neighbor? You said, won't you be our neighbor? (laughs) Yeah. But do you think that's the fact? I actually think the content in that one is really solid. But I think that when people see, you know, Mr. Rogers, they're like, oh, not relevant to what I'm doing or why did they do that? So I think it's like in the podcast world, you're sort of limited by... Um, And we try not to have really voluminous show notes. So you're kind of limited by what the initial connection is to the topic. So, however, I agree with you on that. Uh, I I wouldn't have called it a big swing, but hey, sure.
0: Well, it was, I think, our only episode where we talked about a movie.
1: I think it's the Um, last movie I saw, to be honest. Oh, ouch. I don't see a lot of movies. As you know, I don't watch a lot of TV or movies, so maybe that's why. Maybe it's not authentic for me to talk about movies.
0: So I think another time we took, we stepped out of our norm, but I think we yielded great results from that, was our chat with my old friend David Muscrop, where we talked about democracy. Yeah, that was good. That and I think good. that was out of our norm, but it, I think we try to, as Darlene says, use the a uh, spoonful of sugar approach to this kind of like all the topics we bring forward. Um, and uh, of all of the episodes we've had, I think that this is like obviously the heaviest and most substantive one. And I think it's good every once in a while to get into like some heavy substance and give good thought to important things like how we as individuals are promoting the values of democracy in our everyday life. There are strategic actors that want to knock us off our game, they know how to exploit our cognitive shortcomings you know they they know that that we're often irrational and emotional and don't have the time or energy or incentive or resources to sit down and try to make rational uh, decisions for which we can provide true reasons Cause, and, and it all comes i think it ultimately comes down to this is you know we we're, we're we're no more natural good political decision makers than we are naturally good at hitting a fastball, you know, it's something you've got to learn how to do. It's a skill you've got to develop. Um, and we're being asked to do it in really tough circumstances.
1: Yeah, I, I think that was a good one. I do enjoy the book clubs. I think the book clubs are great. And I think that sort of getting the chance to talk about and share things that we find interesting to read is a service, right? Just getting a yes. word out this is a great book. David has great thoughts. And then I heard him everywhere talking afterwards. And I hadn't been, I didn't realize that when we uh, <laughs> we interviewed him, that he was like a very seasoned media professional oh, yeah. as well as an author. So yeah. You think yeah. I'm just
0: booking any I old guest, darling? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Give me some credit. And as well, he is part of the two-person alumni group from LLP that were guests on our podcast, and I'm sure many others, uh, but then soon after went on to start his own podcast. So yes. take a look for uh, – he has a great podcast uh, where, you know, similar to what you hear on our episode, um, great podcast where he uh, debates important public policy topics. And as well, Bob Ray um, launched mm-hmm. his own podcast podcast during the uh, election, Canadian election this year. So congratulations to those gentlemen yeah. on, their, on joining the elusive – Hi, barrier to entry club of podcasts. <laughs>
1: Hi, I heard a stat yesterday. I was listening to Alan Cross, the Ongoing History of New Music podcast, which I, I enjoy. And Great. he was saying that there are eleven, there were 11 million podcast episodes this year. So to the extent that people have chosen to listen to ours in that very crowded field, I am extremely grateful. That's a lot of I podcast episodes. I there'll be more. Episodes. I know. Yeah, that's, I know. I think the truth is that if you look in the store that I read another stat that's like fifty percent of podcasts have less than ten episodes or something. So there's this oh, massive right. gotcha. number of podcasts, but they don't have um like they don't all have longevity and et cetera. So it's an interesting space. Watch this space. Because
0: right, they just stay up there forever.
1: We love exactly. this space.
0: Um speaking of longevity and sustainability, another great episode uh, was uh, talking about how we can be sustainable by using mindfulness. How about mm-hmm. that transition? I got there actually. Um, <laughs> uh, with our good friend, Sarah Robertson. Um, yes. One of, I think, a fun episode because it, I don't know if we ever, were we ever in person? Oh yeah, with Mark. So it, um, there was, it's one of the few episodes where we've sat in person with our guest, which right. is a whole different feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was and fun. Way more fun. I'd say way more fun. Yeah. More um, fun. And we, I think very easy to like get off topic though. Didn't you find that? Or like we could have talked for three hours in that room, uh, yes. but we were, if we did, we'd get kicked out. <laughs> so we well, had a strict timeline. Tr-
1: yeah. We try to keep it short for the, the commute length. Right. Um, I thought that was great. I thought her tips are, you know, I'm still using them as we discussed at the top of the episode.
0: There's a lot a lot of mindfulness or like formal mindfulness practice involves uh, focusing on the breath. So if that's something that you right. don't feel comfortable doing, you know, a shower or brushing your teeth is a good way because you can just like pay attention to the sensation of the water on your body. And if your mind just kind of starts to wander, just, you know, pull it back mm-hmm. and Um, That brings us, you know, into another point about the practice is, you know, this idea that my mind's supposed to be blank or this, that, or the other, like, being distracted and bringing your attention back is the practice. It's Mm -hmm. like, if there was no distraction, it'd be like lifting weights with no resistance. Like, you know, so it is like, that is Mm. the practice. It doesn't matter how many times you bring it back. Like, that's where you're strengthening that attentional focus.
1: Um, this idea of mindfulness is really seeping in. I think, I think that episode is our top listened episode at this point. So, um, you know, I think the lawyers are looking for information on mindfulness and trying to bring down the stress. And people are talking a lot about this, different elements to why lawyers are stressed. And I think that's something that is just a conversation that has to happen. She's very part of that conversation. And we are extraordinarily interested in that, obviously. So, yeah, that was a highlight.
0: That's a highlight. And as well, a top-rated episode was our, our chat about belonging with Catherine Chang, another good friend of ours. Yes. Good friend great. of the pod and good friend of ours. Yes. That,
1: we took the, that one was the interview was not in person. And then we continue to have chats about topics. I think what's interesting about all of our guests is they all um, pretty much have, uh, you know, whatever they've said in the podcast, we have taken it and been... Uh, built on it, or they've come back to us and said, Hey, you should talk about this, it builds on other things that you're interested in. It's very much an open conversation. That's one of the things I like about the guests that we've had and um, getting them into the podcast space or, or seeing that some of them, I mean, Sarah's fit for broadcast for sure. <laughs> you know, when we brought her in, we were just like, this is great. Maybe by doing this podcast, you can, um, I don't know, do more of them <laughs> if you're not yeah. already doing a lot of them. So, yeah, it's it's been interesting. Every guest has brought something different and interesting to our uh, our team here. We go way back, Catherine and I.
0: Mm-hmm. Speaking of going far back, I'm going to keep these transitions going. I know we did thinking. a law school season.
1: Yes, that was a big. I think that was a big swing. Would you put that in your big swing pile or no? <sighs>
0: Small swing? I guess. Yeah, it was stepping outside of our normal thing. I guess so. Okay. I don't know. Or you not. Decide.
1: I think it was different. The idea of doing a short season, getting um sort of a connection with law school is just the idea of taking these these ideas into law school and seeing for ourselves what was happening and being really pleasantly surprised at um what was going on at U of T and Osgoode and getting up to speed on some of the initiatives um, across North America at law schools was, was interesting to see because certainly things have uh, changed for in the curriculum um, as far as people thinking about issues other than just black letter law. But I don't, I don't know that we're seeing the the results yet in the profession, but we're, there's definitely more support for things that were just not even discussed when I went to law school.
0: Yeah. And speaking of fit for broadcast, Waleska Vernon from University of Toronto. Yes. Great episode. Mm -hmm. And a quote that I have in my head, probably not exactly what she said, but I I continue to think about it is, if you don't know what you want, you'll go for what others want. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes. Great. So relevant that one, right? If you don't have good solid, if you don't take the time to figure out your own um, values and all the stuff we've been talking about in this season, you're just, the wind can blow you around.
0: Yeah, it's good. Yes. That was a
1: really important point. Yeah.
0: yeah. And so then that brings us to where we're currently sitting. I guess this is like outside of our season three high performance, but we're into our high performance season. Any Is anything resonating specifically with you? Has anything changed your life most? Are you thinking about something most? Hit me with this high performance revelation that you've had.
1: Well, I would say that this idea of every day being just part of a A day of improving and being just open to, oh, great. You know, as Oprah says, it's a teachable moment. You know, I think I've really connected with that this year. And um, I've really, I would say this year with the podcast, with um, some of the creativity introduced into my lawyerly life, it has just been transformative for me because I think I've always had this latent creativity that was very stifled within law. And as, I've, as I always say on this podcast, the chief uh, thing that has been useful, I think of this podcast has been having a place to put all my ideas, right? And I think it, it saves me from posts on social media and things like that. This is the outlet for the the conversation. And for me, if I'm doing it to help other people, then I feel like it's worth the time and it's a, a good use of energy. So I think the creative process um, if we if, if we assume that maybe you know a percentage of our time every week is is doing something creative like building an episode, thinking of topics, um, working on different skills that are creative and not lawyerly, that's been the biggest I think gift of the podcast to me this year. I would say, how about you?
0: Ooh, biggest gift of the podcast this year. Well, I think uh, this is going to sound corny, um, but it and I might have said something like this before, but I really feel this way. Um, It is a very unique thing to have a conversation with you. So somebody who has been in the profession uh, longer than me and has learned lessons that I haven't learned, and as well with your focus on these, you know, things outside the profession about how to live a, a fulfilled and good life. Just having these chats really continues my focus I guess, keeps my mind on um, those same topics and those same types of improvement and improving myself professionally. So it's just been a great mechanism to continue to, to improve myself professionally and personally. So I'm just thankful for that. Oh, um, goodness, that was corny. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's okay. I'll, just, I'll edit it out. Well, you know what's
1: <laughs> great though about that is just that this year, I think the other thing I've connected with is I really love helping Um, to share this message to the extent it's helpful, you know, take what you like, ditch the rest type of approach. But um, whenever people reach out to me for advice or um, to learn about my career and stuff, it's been very heartening for me to say, well, you know, I talk about this every week. So, you know, to the extent that you enjoy what I'm saying, it's not just you. And, you know, it's every, I can talk to a lot of people at once, which is great. Um, and again, have a a spot to put things uh, that people reach out to me to ask, it shows up in this podcast eventually. So that's been great. And it's also mentoring, as we've discussed many times. I believe that in the world of law, there's way too much emphasis on the uh, older person, although you put that very diplomatically, that I've been in the profession longer, <laughs> developed more. <laughs> <better>. <laughs> but there's a real you know, focus on, oh, they're senior to me, so they know everything and I can only learn. It's not like that. It's This is, I think, a world where the um, people who are just starting have a lot to teach the people who um, have been in it a while and vice versa. And both are equally, maybe not equally important all the time, but I think maybe equally important. That would be my my sense. I think if you just are always around people of, of your vintage, then you ossify a bit. So anyway, but thank you for your corniness. So it was corny everyone It was Santa Mike who said it, not, not Mike. Ho
0: ho ho. <laughs> um and the last thing I would say just about this season is that it's been great to think about these things, apply these things. Um but it also, you know, at at times I don't do it at all. <laughs> and I just right. want to say that there are a lot of days where, you know, I'm not focusing on, you know, the foundation of my fulfillment <laughs> or whatever we put in an episode title. Um, but there's it, it, any day I do think about it is helpful. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and not to get too deep for a second, a little bit deep. The only deep part. Oh, so
0: deep. This is supposed to be fun.
1: (laughs) One thing I noticed this week, I'm on a a board and um, like an advisory board, and we're working on diversity issues and a whole bunch of big questions, you know, big things. And there are, what I'm noticing is not on this particular board, but in society, there are lots of really polarizing issues right now. And I think that when... If, as each of us work towards our authentic thing, we can get insight into how to solve some of that stuff. Like one of the things that we've talked about a bunch on the podcast is just gender roles and how we're going to work them in this legal profession. How are we going to, you know, prioritize family and children and blah blah blah? And what you realize when you start just doing it and seeing what happens is that you realize, oh, you know, so much of this is about trying to find common ground and figure out, you know, who's best at at this thing and who's best at that thing. And what's the right solution for each family. That's been really useful to talk about every week and to just kind of have different perspectives, merging together, trying to figure things out as opposed to just like pronouncing, you know, pronouncing this is where I stand on this issue. And someone's, someone's on the opposite side of the issue. So I don't agree with them. And, you know, I, I prefer to kind of just figure it out. As a, as a group mm-hmm. and I think there's a lot of power there and the answers that you come up with are you get clarity um, it's been helpful to me as a just a life skill I guess the more we talk authentically I feel like the better our solutions will be how about that
0: yeah let's we'll, we'll take um, a break and we'll come back with our 2019 yep goods and gripes. so much pressure right after this The Lawyer Life Podcast is brought to you by Interalia Law. Interalia lawyers have big firm training, in house experience, and a wide range of expertise in technology, media, and entertainment. Our advice is business focused, speedy, and practical. To learn more, visit interalialaw.com. That's I N T E R A L I A -A 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 law.com. And we are back with our 2019 Goods and Gripes. Goods are things we want to promote and support, and gripes are things that annoy us. So, Darlene, 2019, what's good?
1: Oh, well, it's a holiday episode. Oh. Um, I'm just going to say, what is good? I think I every year at the holidays, I just think the piece of time when a lot of people are off I just love it just the quiet the peace of that um, and I try to really really let myself enjoy it and be peaceful in the in the time and having little kids has been really you know this is a very magical time for them you yes. know like writing the letter to Santa and doing all this stuff and um, you know all of the different holidays being celebrated and they all have this common theme of family and getting together and, um, you know, I think there's something very special about that. And, uh, yeah, I always, at the end of the year, I always take a minute to kind of pause, look back. And then January 1st, I sort of start looking forward, as you know.
0: I think we all know now because we have listened to the goal setting podcast episode.
1: Sometimes we get an A plus on our goal and sometimes we're (laughs) a strong B minus slash
0: C. So speaking of an A plus (laughs) meeting goal. One of us met our goal in this podcast. That that person were remain nameless. Um <laughs> but related to that. <laughs> uh we will have a bonus episode available for any of you that want to listen. Um check the link in the show notes. Uh, follow that link and you can listen to uh that bonus episode of Darlene and I talking at Osgood Hall Law School about um, you know, kind of how our career started at practicing entertainment law and a few other things. So um, Ho, 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 happy everything. Uh, there is, a, if you can't get enough of Darlene and I talking, um, then there is more to behold if you follow that link in the show notes. Good. Yeah, that's good. Um, my good um, for 2019 is uh, boringly enough, very similar to yours. It is family. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking recently about ch- ch- thinking about being a, a father. Uh, and it's, I think maybe it's just cause of all these like holiday movies we've been watching or something. Um, but it's a very, it's a unique thing. And I just like really processing it now to be one of the most important people in somebody's life, like full stop, totally know it. It's just the case. Um, and that is what being a parent, uh, is. And I think it's an amazing privilege. Um, and, uh, it's so much fun. And my son just got his first tooth, broke through today. Um, and my daughter is loving the holidays and is just so funny. Very briefly, two nights ago, as we were leaving the room, we said goodnight to her. And she's like, stop, I have a question. We stopped. We thought it was going to be like, she's scared of her room or something. And she says, do ducks have teeth? <laughs> it's just like the best. <laughs> oh my gosh. Not what I was expecting. The-
1: I exactly. I and it's know. a
0: great question. Oh man. Anyway, so family is great. What um, was your answer to that? We, we had to look it up.
1: <laughs> right. I'm, like, I'm not sure. Um, I, jokes aside, I'm not sure I know the answer. They right.
0: have, turns out they have bristles. Huh. Okay. They don't have teeth. It's kind of like whales. Okay. Like, you know, the baleen, whatever thing. Um, I should not anyway. have asked
1: this question. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <Just> so <laughs> uh, good is family. Good is this wonderful time of year where we're taking a break. Good has been 2019, learning about things on the Lure Life podcast with you, Darlene Tonelli. There we go. Very good.
1: Very good. Yeah. And if we have any gripes, it would be that when we think of people who have, I guess, a less, um, less awesome experience during the holidays, maybe we decide as part of our holiday tradition to help them out. That that would be great. Bravo. There are lots of people who would be griping at this time of year and it's a privilege to not be one of them. So maybe that's a, a good way to deal with gripes.
0: Uh, okay, great. Well, um another year done in the books, finished <laughs> over.
1: Thank you Congratulations. everyone for being a part of it. It has been uh, All the best. Yes, we're so happy.
0: Kind regards. Kind
1: regards. <laughs> best.
0: Sincerely. <laughs> All my best. Govend yourself accordingly. (laughs) Warmly. Yours very truly. Regards? Did I say regards?
1: That's it. That's all we got.
0: With appreciation. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.
1: With appreciation. Feliz Navidad. Talk soon. (laughs) Talk soon.
0: That's it for this week's episode of LLP. Thanks to Inter Alia Law for presenting the podcast and to Nick Fowler for composing and performing our music. See our show notes for his website. Don't forget, we love feedback. Please comment in the review section or subscribe or like. We'd appreciate it greatly. That's it. Talk soon.